Welcome to Redeemer's Church Weekly Message Podcast, where our mission is simple. We are a church that is passionate about loving God and loving people. And now, we hope you enjoyed this week's message by Pastor Caleb Schaefer. We are going to get right into the Word. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 28. Isaiah chapter 28. Isaiah chapter 28, we're going to look at verse 16. I don't know about you, but it is dreary outside, but praise God for some rain because my grass was dead. So good though. Isaiah chapter 28, if you're there, say, I am there. there. Did you say that because you looked at the screen or did you say that because you opened your Bible? (laughs) Isaiah chapter 28 says, Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am placing a foundation stone in Jerusalem, a firm and tested stone. It is a precious cornerstone that is safe to build on. Whoever believes in it need never be shaken. That's a good, that's a good verse. Amen. The Amplified Translation expands it and says, He who believes, in other words, who trusts in, relies on, and adheres to that stone, will not be disturbed or give way in sudden panic. How many of you know that we can be panic-ridden these days. Now go back just two chapters to Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 4. Isaiah 26. I don't know. I just love these scriptures from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 26 verse 4 says, Trust in the Lord. How long? Forever. Forever. Let's say it together. Forever. I think about that little kid from Sandlot that said forever. <laughs> Forever. And here's why you can trust in the Lord forever. For in God the Lord, we have an everlasting rock. You know what everlasting means? It ain't going nowhere. Have you ever seen a rock that is so big, you know that as long as the earth exists, ain't nobody moving it? Have you ever seen a rock like that? I'm not talking about pebbles. I'm talking about rocks that are God... When God spoke the earth into existence, he put it there. It did not go down a mountain. It it, it did not, I don't know how, it's there as long as the earth exists. God is an everlasting rock. He will always be there. He is not going to ever be moved. This morning I want to talk to you from the topic, a firm foundation. A firm foundation firm foundation. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. God, I thank you that your word is so alive. Your word is so true, but it's not just true. It is so relevant. How amazing is it that your word seems to always be relevant for the times and the seasons that we live in, that no matter what we go through, we can extract truths from your word 
that seem to speak to exactly where we are. And so God, this morning, as we read your word, I pray that you would speak to us from these truths and that we would be able to walk in the wisdom of these principles. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen? Amen. You ever sat on, leaned on, or stood on something thinking that it would support you when it actually didn't? Anybody ever made that mistake? Let me just put it another, another way. You ever put your weight on something thinking that it was strong enough to hold you up? My wife, um, we had, and I had her permission to, I have, by the way, just disclaimer, I have the permission of everyone. Every story I share, I get their permission, with the exception of my son, then I say, just get over it. <laughs> my wife and I, uh, Gideon was in baseball uh, for spring and early July, and uh, we got lawn chairs. And I don't know about you guys, but like, we, we determined to see how long, long lawn chairs can last. We, like to, we, don't, we don't like put them in the garage. If they go outside, they stay outside, come winter, spring, summer, fall, they're out there. And so we like to see how long these things last, to see what they're made of. And uh, this uh, chair was weathered. And we went to a baseball game. And Allison uh, set it out to watch the game. And it had just a tiny slit in it, just a tiny slit. And my wife was like, it's good. It's good. And so she decides to test the strength of that chair. And if you've ever been in the situation where you sit down, you start to get a little bit of momentary confidence. And then, you ever had that just drop? That thing opened, that thing parted like the Red Sea. I mean, it just... It was like it had a zipper on it. It went from like five inches to about 16 inches, just instantaneously. You ever, you ever leaned on something, stood on something, sat on something thinking that it would support you? I have a student uh, that grew up in our youth ministry that's now a member of our church. I will not name him. I will not rhyme his name, so you take a guess. Uh, they are not here today, so maybe that kind of narrows it down. You can figure out who it is, but whatever. And uh, we had this party at our house. We like, to use, we like to do like a summer party at our house. We have a hill on the side of our house. It's, it's so long, it's long enough that we can actually get 100 foot of like water slide material. And so we invited all of the kids over and we're having the summer party at the house. And this individual is the first time at the house. And uh, they decided to just, you know, take a look around. And so they're on my back deck at the time uh, at the, uh, of my back deck when I purchased the house there was this uh, square plywood section where a hot tub used to sit. And so um, clearly that section of the deck did not match the rest of the deck wood on the deck. The plywood was clearly weathered. Clearly you're not going to think that that section will be as stable and strong as every other section on the deck unless you're this individual. And so they're just walking across the deck and just through. I come out on the deck and this individual's leg is up to his hip. 
And I'm like, what happened? He's like, uh, yep. <laughs> Probably my favorite story for this illustration is my dad. Um, man, one of the funniest stories ever. We were over, we were having a cookout at my parents' house. And uh, now there are lawn chairs, but then there are those plastic deck chairs. Anybody have any plastic deck chairs? I mean, these pla they're rigid, right? They are, they're stable. They're strong. Well, my dad was, was testing the strength of this plastic chair by leaning back on it. And we're, <laughs> and we're, we're sitting there, and my brother, in his profound wisdom, says, don't do it. <laughs> do we have any rule breakers in the house? Anybody that is a rule breaker? Anybody that sees construction and says, that only applies to everyone else but me? My dad is a chronic, classic rule breaker. And so my brother looks at him. He's leaning back currently. My brother's like, don't do it. It's going to break. My dad scoffs and is like, Phew. Moments later, it wasn't like a hairline crack. Those back legs exploded. <laughs> they exploded. It was like shrapnel. And he, he falls back. Now, there's also another thing about this. There are two types of families. There are families, when things like that happen, that laugh first and then help second and then others that help first and laugh second. We are a laugh first and then help second. So the legs explode, shrapnel is all over the deck. My dad falls backwards. His head is almost lodged between the two, like, I don't know what those things are called, spindles or whatever, balusters or slats, and uh, we just lose it. And my brother's like, I told you! You ever sat on, leaned on, or stood on something thinking that it would support you when it actually didn't? See, when we, like, when we think about all of these examples, all of them have the same thing in common. The thing that they have in common is that they all made the same mistake. The mistake that all these examples made was that they believed that the thing that they were looking to to support them and to stabilize them was stronger than it actually was. It was stronger than it actually was. Listen to me, because this is so important. In our lives, we will need to have something that will be strong enough to support us when things get difficult. We will need to have something that we can stand on or lean on or sit on that will provide support, it will provide stability, it will provide safety, and it will provide security when things go, don't go our way. As the last song said, when the storms of life rage, we'll need support, we'll need something that we can, we can look to. The truth is, is that the thing that we are looking for when we are looking for something that can provide all of those things is we are looking for a foundation. How many of you know that foundations are, are important? Yeah. Foundations are critically important. 
I think if you ask Don Pritchard, he would tell you how essential they are. Foundations are critical. The most common understanding of what a foundation is is that it is the lowest part of a house. It is the solid base that anything, including a house, is built on. Now, it's important to note, based upon the importance of a foundation, no house exists too long without a solid, firm foundation. The stability, the strength, the safety, the security of a structure is contingent upon having a firm foundation. Let me give you a real example. We moved into my house in 2011. We took a tour of the house and everything was great. In 2019, we went downstairs. We have this, this uh, utility room where um, uh, we put all of our Christmas decorations and we were a little uh, over eager this year and decided to put up the Christmas decorations at the beginning of November. By the way, if you're kind of like that, let me tell you, you lose the spirit about halfway through December. If you ever get tempted at the beginning of November to put it up, resist it. Fight it. Because I'm telling you, you'll get to like December 15th, you'll be like, let's just get it, get it over with. <laughs> so we're a little over eager, we put them up. But when I go down there, I find that on one of my foundation walls is a step crack. And I'm like, huh? And so now I'm freaking out. Because um, foundations are big. Foundations are important, and so I go, uh, I call a company, and they come in, and they are at my house for three hours, and at my house, they're going around the outer perimeter, they are looking inside at as much foundation as they can see, they're looking at it all, and the individual said, you will never believe this, you're never going to believe me, your problem is you have something called street creep. Have you ever heard of this? It's crazy. He, he's like, I know it sounds crazy. I'm pulling up a YouTube video so you can actually see this. Now, anybody live centered to a court? Anybody? Well, centered, where your house is at the end of the entrance into the court. He said this phenomenon happens in that scenario. What happens is with every vehicle that turns in your court, the inertia that is developed in the blacktop causes the blacktop to push up on your concrete driveway. And then your concrete driveway actually get, pushes up on your concrete pad in your, uh, your garage. And all of that force is pushing on that wall. And I'm like, never getting a house in the middle of a court again. So he said the only way to fix it is to put a opposite force on there. So we, we had to put in I-beams that have constant pressure that will fight against the inertia. Now we get, we get, um, also we get like garage tr or, uh, garbage trucks and we get people constantly turning and, and you can actually see at other places that that same thing is happening. It's crazy. Foundations are important. And what you will find, listen, when a foundation is not solid, what you will find is that everything above ground will be affected by it. You'll start to see uh, cracks in the drywall. You'll start to see other things that aren't functioning the way they are supposed to be. Similarly in life, when the foundation 
that you are building your life on isn't firm, it is only a matter of time before your life will show signs of cracks in the foundation. You may be thinking, why does all of this talk about foundations matter? It matters because right now, at this moment, every one of our lives is being lived out standing on a foundation that we have laid. We are all right now living our lives from a foundation that we have chosen, from a foundation that we have laid. Some of you may have a clear idea of what your foundation is that you're standing on. Others may not be able to fully articulate what your foundation is, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a quick exercise so that you can discover what the foundation is that each of us is building our lives on. Listen, the foundation that we have laid out for our life is this. It is whatever we believe we need to have in our life in order to be stable, safe, and secure. That's the foundation. Let's, let's make it personal because everybody's thinking right now. I know you're thinking because everybody's looking up to the right like. <laughs> Phil, complete the sentence. As long as I have, I am stable, I am safe, and I am secure. Your foundation is whatever you put in that blank. That is what your foundation right now is. Now, it may not just be one thing. It may be multiple things that are in that blank. Whatever you put in that blank to complete that sentence is what you are, that it is the foundation that you are living out your life by. See, whatever the answer to that question is has become a foundation that you are building your life on. Now let's take it a step further. What are some of the things that people will put in that blank? Anybody? Dollar signs. Money. As long as I have enough money, I am stable, I'm safe, and I'm secure. Anybody else? What else? A roof over my head. As long as I have a roof over my head, I am stable, I am safe, and I'm secure. Now, let me just identify. I am not condemning these things. These are very real things that we make our foundation so that we are stable, safe, and secure. What, what else? What else? Somebody, somebody, a couple people spoke at the same time. So, huh? Family. family. As long as I have family, I'm stable, safe, and secure. Anybody else? A job. Who said a job? Awesome. As long as I have a job, I'm stable, I'm safe, and secure. Anybody else? Jesus. Say what? Jesus. Jesus. As long as I have Jesus, I'm stable, I'm safe, and secure. Anybody else? Faith. Faith. <laughs> Being real. Hey, here's, here's what your foundation is. Your foundation, your foundation can be, if you had a fire, what are you grabbing? Right? You can't grab the whole house. Maybe it's the photo albums. Some of y'all be like, forget the photo albums. I got my phone. <laughs> I'm still making payments on it. She said cell phone. You, you are so, you're the most real person in the room today. <laughs> People over here being overly spiritual by faith. Get out of here. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. 
Seriously, this is the foundation. People can't leave home without it. People can't live without it. It is an appendage. I mean, this is, this is real. Phone. Anybody else? What are some common ones, right? Common. Not just common to church. I'm talking about common in life. Good health. Thank you. As long as I have my health, I'm stable. I'm safe. I'm secure. Anybody else? Any, th- any other thing that we are not thinking about? Independence. Ind- who said that? Yes, independence. Let me ask, let me, let me take it a step further. As long as I have my American freedoms, I'm stable, I'm safe, and I'm secure. Don't step on my freedom. Don't tread on me. Leave me alone. Let me have my freedom. As long as I have my freedom, as long as I have my independence, I'm stable, I'm safe, and secure. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Okay? These are all very real uh, foundations that people are living out their lives on to be stable and safe and secure. Uh, Relationships, friendships, abilities, hobbies. But let me just say something. There's one major problem with the vast majority of all of those foundations. There's a crack in all of them. For the majority. There's a crack in all of them. And here's this. Here's here's the crack. Life does not guarantee that all of those things will last forever. Just doesn't. Life does not promise that those foundations will be there forever. The person that um, found that out was the person during the, in America, during the stock market crash, they found out real quick that money's not there forever. Some people found that out in 2008. Some people, I, I, I told you a couple weeks ago, um, I listened to Dave Ramsey, I heard this the other day, this guy was like, do I take my money out of the stock market? And the reason, his reason is because he had a million dollars in the stock market he has lost $250,000 in the first six months of this year. That will make you question your stability, your security, and your safety. When you see something that drastic, listen to me this morning. Our families may not be here forever. Our job may fire us and let us go. We may not have the freedoms that we have in America forever. I'm not declaring that. I'm just saying we may not have that forever. We may lose our money and grow broke. Our health may decline. We may lose our ability to do certain things. Friendships are not forever. All of these things can be gone in a blink of an eye and all of a sudden our foundation is starting to shake and it's starting to crumble and we start to freak out thinking, what do we do now? What do we do when something that was our foundation that we have built our life on begins to crumble because the things that we have made our foundation begin to disappear? What do we do in that moment? You know what I found out in my life? I have made this discovery in the last couple of years. Some things we don't even realize we've made a foundation until they're gone. And now we feel like we're drowning in life. It's like, wow, I didn't realize that I was living my life thinking as long as I have 
I'm okay. Sometimes we don't realize what we have allowed to be a foundation until it just disappears. See, in order for your foundation to be what it is supposed to be, it has to be something that you can trust to support you and stabilize you when stuff gets hard, when storms come, when life happens, when tragedy strikes. It has to be, listen, your foundation has to be something as strong now as it was at the beginning. It has to be something that will still be there to support you and stabilize you after things happen to you or around you that you could not predict or control or change. Foundations are only good if they have longevity to withstand the storms of life that come. Your foundation has to have lasting power. What we all need is a foundation that is firm and tested. We need a foundation that is safe to build our life on. We need a foundation that when the things in life begin to shake us, our foundation remains strong and unshaken. We need that type of foundation. What type of foundation can I build my life upon that will be firm, secure, and stable? I've got good news for you this morning because Jesus is the answer and has the answer. Let me tell you about Peter. I want you to get this because God spoke this to me in worship or showed this to me in worship. You remember when Peter was in the boat and then he got out of the boat? At first, Peter's stability was the boat. His foundation was the boat. That was where he was safe. That was where he was stable. And that was where he was secure. And then he gets all eager and he's like, let me out of the boat, Jesus, because Jesus is walking on the water. And Jesus says, hey, come on out. And what does Jesus, what does Peter find? Peter finds that he starts to walk on water. But then he has this moment where he takes his eyes off of Jesus and he starts to drown. My question this morning is what really was the foundation. It was not the water. Peter was not walking on water. Peter, his foundation was not what he was walking through. It was what he was walking to. The foundation that kept him above the water was where he was focused. It was on the person of Jesus. I'm telling you that you can live a life that seems as if you are walking on water if you will continue to allow Jesus to be the foundation of your life. The water was not the foundation. No one can walk on water but Jesus. But if you will keep your eyes on Jesus, he will become the foundation that you can walk through anything through. I'm just telling you, he's the only foundation. If you want to know how to have Jesus as the foundation, turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. You know why this is so important today? Because everything these days is challenging your foundation. 
This is not the good old happy days where things were innocent and things seemed so easy and free and, 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 and carefree. I'm not saying that every phase of life has always been that way. But when I look at my life, my God, I'm thinking to myself, there were easier times. There were easier days. And everything is challenging your foundation right now. And the Bible says that whatever can be shaken will be shaken. And I want a Redeemer's Church to be a church that has the right foundation so that as things continue to crumble and be shaken around you, you are still standing. Matthew chapter 7. Jesus is speaking. He says, everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can, can, can be compared to a wise man who built his house on an unshakable foundation. How true is this today? When the rains fell and the flood came, with fierce winds beating upon his house, it stood firm because of its strong foundation. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. When it rained and rained and the flood came with wind and waves beating upon his house, it collapsed and was swept away. Now Eugene Peterson, who is the author of the message translation, gets a little bit more real in this passage, and I want to read that. In the message translation, he said, These words, this is Jesus, I speak to you, are not incidental additions to your life. They're not homeowner improvements to your standing of, standard of living. They are foundational words. Words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you're like a smart carpenter who built his house on a solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on a sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Can I tell you, because I told you this before, there have been times in my life where I thought my foundation was Jesus alone and the waves begin to roll in and I start to get shaken and I realize that I have added some stuff to Jesus as the foundation. And the reason why I am shaken and the reason why I'm crumbling and the reason why I feel unstable is because of what I've added to what was already a firm foundation. He said when the storm rolled in and waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. Four things from this passage that we all need to see. Number one, Jesus guarantees that life will bring problems that will test the longevity of your foundation. He guarantees it. Okay, he's using a metaphor, but it is directly applicable to our lives. He guarantees that this life will test your foundation. It will test the longevity of your foundation. He said, when the rains fell and the flood came, with fierce winds beating upon his house. He said, rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado 
hit. Notice that Jesus said, when, not if. When, not if. I believe in prayer. I believe that prayer is powerful. But there will be storms that prayer will not get us out of. It would just be real, because this is life. He said, when the storms come, not if the storms come. The belief that Jesus will stop anything bad from happening in our lives is just not true. How do I know that? Because in John 16, he said, in this world, we will have trouble. It's a part of living. A person that Allison and I was talking to a couple of weeks or maybe months ago was going through some stuff and they just looked at Allison and I and said, I just don't understand why God is doing this to me. Have you ever been there? Just don't understand that why God is doing this. The truth is, is God's not doing it. It is just a part of life. And it's not just that black and white. There's so much nuance and gray to what's happening in our lives. It, it, it wasn't God. It was just life. Secondly, you won't have a firm foundation in life by only hearing about Jesus. Verse 26, but everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. You know, what cracks me up is in the home improvement area, era, or area, everybody has opinions. Everybody has, you know what you should do. And often uh, what you'll find is that people will just do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can tell someone, in my experience, I'm telling you, this, this, this has worked for me. And you'll find that people will proceed with whatever the project is, and it may not end up, sometimes it it ends up great, and then other times they end up having a leak, or they end up with this not working, or that working, and it's just because they heard it, but they didn't apply it. We're not going to have a firm foundation by just hearing what Jesus is teaching, or hearing about Jesus. It's about the application of what is being said. He said, those who hear my teaching and do not apply it can be compared to someone who is building a foundation of sand. You're just a sandcastle king. You come to church and you just hear the word, you're just building a sandcastle. My daughter in 2019, we went to Florida, my daughter uh, was building sandcastles on the beach. So fun, right? But she got perpetually frustrated. Here's why. Because as soon as the tide came in, it washed the foundation away, and then she had to start over again. Girl, the tide is unavoidable. It's fun to play with sand, but it's not fun to live a life where the foundation is sand. You've got to apply what Jesus is teaching. So it brings me to my third point. A firm foundation is built through applying Jesus' teachings to your life. And let me just preface all of them, not just the ones we like. You know what every teaching of Jesus is? It is an individual piece of rebar. 
And some of us, we read the New Testament with a permanent marker instead of a highlighter. Ooh, I don't like that one. My Bible goes from Luke chapter 11 to Luke chapter 15. How crazy is that? But when you, when you just choose, when you pick and choose what you want to apply and adopt from the Jesus, teachings of Jesus, you have a foundation with not enough rebar to stand on. Pastor Rick, what happens when you don't have enough rebar and concrete? Bad concrete. It won't stand. It won't stand. It's just, it's waiting on the right thing to stress it. it we, can't, we can't just pick and choose. We're missing rebar. We're, our foundation is not solid when we just pick and choose. We have, to, we have to believe it all, embrace it all, apply it all. See, as long as we're living, we're going to have tides that are unavoidable. The only thing that you can do is build a foundation for your life that is able to withstand the tides that are coming, whoever applies it. Let me just show you really quickly how to apply Jesus' uh, teachings to your life. Number one, believe it. You just got to believe it. Take the scripture and believe it. How do, you, how do you believe Scripture? Number two, you put it into action. You live it out. You, you live it out. You put it into action. James 1.22, faith without words is dead. Okay? you got to believe it, and you got to live it. And then here's the other part of it. Number three, how to apply Jesus' teaching in your life. You have to trust it, even if it's not making sense. I trust the principles of the New Testament when it comes to tithing and generosity. I just trust it. And I'm not, I'm not like tithing, and then the next week, I'm like, all right, God, I'm here. Where's my blessing? Man, he had until Friday. Yeah. What? Your word is not true anymore. I just trust it. I, 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 I don't really... I'm not looking for the return. I'm just doing it. I trust it. You got to trust it. You have to believe it. You got to have faith. You got to live it. You got to put it into action. You have to trust it, which means stop questioning it. And number four, you got to pray it. Take Jesus's scripture and insert yourself into it and begin to pray it over yourself. Jesus, help me to be a wise man that builds his foundation on your word. Take the entire New Testament and put your name in it all. Read a, read a scripture and be like, Caleb. And start praying it. Believe it, live it, trust it, pray it. Put it all into movement in your life. That is how you apply Jesus' teachings to your life. It's a firm foundation is built through applying, not just hearing. And lastly, will you stand with me? Number four, his word is the firm foundation because he is the word. His word is the firm foundation 
because he is the word. John 1 says, everything in this world was created by the word. He spoke it into existence, but it would not come into existence unless it was spoken by him because he's the word. He is the word. Do you see this as the tangible reality of Jesus? He is the word. He is the word. This is a firm foundation to live out your life on because he is the word. And it's amazing how this word is true and relevant no matter what happens. He's the word. See, when you build your life on the principles of God's word, you're not just laying a foundation of scriptural principles. You are laying a foundation for your life on a person. It is the person of Jesus. Psalms 18.2, David knew this well. He said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my savior. My God is my rock. It's in whom I find protection, that safety. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. See, the thing that I love about Jesus being a rock, Jesus being a foundation that we can live our lives on, is the fact that he is a rock that is everlasting, that will never go anywhere. Wherever you are, that rock is. And you can choose to put yourself on that rock or not. But wherever you are, that rock is there to follow. Psalms 23. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. See, the reason why he's such an amazing foundation is that when every other foundation in our lives can be swept from underneath our feet or can fade because of what the world brings us, that foundation of Jesus is still there. He, we can still stand on him. He will never leave us or forsake us. Matthew 28, and lo, I will be with you to the very end of the age. He is an ever-present Help in time of need. Look at what Psalms 30, 139. My God, this is so good. Wherever you are this morning, I want this scripture to speak to you. Psalm 139, verses 7 through 10. Listen to this. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even though there your hand will lead me and your right hand will lay hold of me. There is no stronger, firmer foundation for your life to produce stability, security, and safety than Jesus Christ because he is the everlasting rock. And I'm just telling you, in the days to come, make no mistake about it, every one of our foundations will continue to be tested. They just will. And it's good news. It's not good news that they'll be tasted or tested, but it is good news that we will figure out what our foundation really is so that we can begin to move and step on the right one. 
Because when the winds come and the storms rage and everything happens, we will be able to stand when everybody is crumbling. And you know who's supposed to help when everybody's crumbling? Those are that are still standing. Okay, this, is, this, this, this applies to the mission of the kingdom, to be one that has a firm foundation. As we close this morning, I have a couple of questions for you to consider. What have you filled in the blank for your foundation sentence? As long as I have, I am stable, I am safe, and I am secure. See, the truth is, is that if it isn't Jesus, there is no guarantee. Number two, what will your life foundation be 10, 20 years from now? What will it be? With every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in the room this morning and you... Isn't it amazing? Right now, in this moment, it's raining. We're in the middle of a storm. If you have found yourself trusting a foundation that is not Jesus, it may be good. It really may be good. I'm not saying that every foundation is bad. But what I'm saying is, is Jesus truly the foundation? If you found yourself standing on a foundation other than Jesus this morning, will you, will you raise your hand? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can I tell you what Jesus says for all of those that raise their hands? We're going to pray in a minute. Jesus says, here's a, here's a great scripture to apply to your life. Just stick with me for a moment. So we can often try to hold on to these different things in our lives, hoping that they will remain where we are. But listen to what Jesus says. Do not worry about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink. So this is, this is why Jesus is the foundation. Because often every other foundation aside from him that we try to stand on, he actually loves you and cares about you and wants to be the provision for it. He says, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink. Know your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor reap nor gather into your barn. I pray this is spoken over you and it's life-giving this morning. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than them? And who of you, being worried, can add a single hour to his life? But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. Do not worry then, saying, what we will eat, what will we drink, what will we wear? 
for the Gentiles, those that don't know Jesus, will run after all these things, but your heavenly Father knows what you need. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That's a foundational scripture for your life today. So those of you in the room that said, man, I know my foundation has been off. I've been holding on to some other things. I just want you to bow your heads, close your eyes, just lift your hands to receive this morning. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray over every single son and daughter in the room. These are your children. You know what they need. And God, you know what has uh, been a, a piece, a thing in their lives that they've been trying to stand on, that they've been trying to hold on to, that they've been trying to anchor themselves to. But as the wind and the wages, uh, waves rage and all of these things around life begin to test the foundation, it has caused a shaking. And Jesus, I pray this morning that you would give them the wisdom on how to just shift how to transfer, how to remain on the rock. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, for a body of Christ in this room that is not those that just hear the teaching, but they begin to apply it. They begin to absorb it. It becomes part of the fabric of who they are as followers of Jesus, that they take your teachings and they begin to walk them out. They trust them. They believe them. They act on them and they pray them. And God, through all of those just natural, logical practices. God, I pray that there would just be a foundation that is built in their lives that they can stand on as, as everything rages, that they would be people that are pressed but not crushed. They would be people that are not per persecuted but not abandoned, that they would be struck down but not be destroyed, God that everything that life throws at them, they would be able to look back at it and say, I'm still standing because I am on a rock that is everlasting. I'm on a firm foundation that cannot be shaken. God, we thank you for your word. And God, I pray that this word, as we move forward in life, in the days to come, would become truer and truer every day, and we would hold on to the sacredness and preciousness of your word. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's message. We hope you were challenged, encouraged, and inspired as you listened to this teaching from God's word. For more messages or information about our church, please go to www.redeemers.life.